What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome in to Take This. My name is Brad. Griff will join me in just a moment. But today, I wanted to talk to you about a little special product called Air. I'm just kidding. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway, we got episode number 36 coming along the way to discuss, uh, well, not actually college football, but Georgia won. Great time. We're going to talk about that. We got our picks um, today. We also have a cute uh, segment about the NFL playoffs. It's very cute. It's very, very adorable, very attractive, very great. Um, we're going to talk about our predictions for the NFL playoffs and who's going to win, who's going to lose. What is the deal with Matthew Stafford? I don't know. I have no idea, but you want to find out, don't you? Keep listening for a great episode today, and I will talk to you next time in the next one. See ya. Bye. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Take This. My name is Brad LaPlante, and I'm here right now with Griff Sutton as well. I'm actually going to do a, a thing real quick. Actually, I can't move it. How do I? I'm moving our logo. Let's move our logo. How do I do that? I can't figure it out. So, oh, unlock. Right unlock. I'm going to put it down here. Let's do that. Does that look okay? Does that look okay to you? That looks fine to me. Yeah, it's right. It's right. Down there. Did oh move it. Anyway. People who aren't listening or watching on YouTube are just listening. Hi. Welcome in. Brad's just messing with the live messing with the graphics. It's a live production. Yeah, we're 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 vibing. We are vibing. We don't have the um privilege of uh post production. But well. Anyway, Brad, how you doing? I'm great. That, uh, enjoy watching the SEC Invitational yeah. on Monday. <laughs> yeah. And how that's all we're going so to So I actually didn't watch like any of it. Um so I uh Well the first half you didn't miss it. It was Well, <laughs> no, that's all I saw actually. Um I got to turn my mic down. It's way too oh. loud. Sorry. Um so I didn't actually see any of the um uh second half. I saw the I saw the first half. I didn't see the second half. Um, but it was boring, like the, the boy. And that's why I was like, if this is going to be the thing, then, then I don't want to watch this game. This game sucks. Like it was like, I was like, it's, if this, it continues at this rate, it's going to be 16 to 13. And then we're going to be out of here. Yep. And I'll be like, what the hell? So, um, but Alabama scored about what I thought they would score. And that was 18, but Georgia turned it up a notch, um, in the, oh yeah. so that was a, that was a fun time. But, um, no, I think yeah. my, my thoughts on it, just to, you know, we'll debrief this quick because I, I really want to jump into to NFL playoffs. I think that's far more interesting this week. Yeah, probably. But I think really just to, to sum up the CFP, it was a very good football game. Um, yeah, the first half was boring, but I think it really just like, it was a <coughs> it was a battle through and through. And it's kind of a shame that Bama lost really its two best offensive players, uh, not named Bryce Young and their receivers, Jamison Williams going down with the Torres ACL, which, uh, by the way, 
He's going to fall in the draft. I want the Lions to take him. If he's there at 27 or wherever they're picking, I want the Lions to take him. But that's a different conversation. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, I think it was a good football game, but it's just like the SEC is just miles ahead. And and I don't think there is a solution to, to fixing it. I think it's just going to be the SEC is just going to keep pounding on the rest of the college football landscape. And we're going to just have to get used to it. I mean, look, if you look back through the last 15 years, I think the SEC team has won like 12 out of the last 15. Um, Clemson and Florida State were like the only two. I, mean, I, th- I think maybe there was one. Oh, and Ohio State. Ohio State. Like those are the only three that haven't won. That are the only three champions not from the SEC. We've had LSU, we've had Bama, we've had Georgia now. Uh, Florida way back, you know, again, going back 15 years, Florida. Um, it's just, uh, and I know people are talking about expansion and I, I do think, I mean, Brad, you and I have talked extensively about it. I'm not a fan of expansion. I don't think it's a magic elixir to fix this, but I, I do understand why it could help. And for you know, that reason, okay, fine. I, I, I saw I this... The, I saw this one take actually, and I want to bring this. I've never brought this up before, so new new information. So, well, and, and and this has probably been talked about. Like, this is probably not a new idea, but mm-hmm. uh, someone was talking about how the NCAA needs to um, impose like recruiting restrictions on teams like Alabama and on teams like Georgia, LSU, like all these teams that have like in the SEC that have advantages. Um, to recruit and so and i thought about it and i'm like yeah maybe but at the same time like does that not hurt the players you know like if you're a good if you're a good player that i feel like would hurt your like limitation because the thing with michigan and the reason why i feel like that they have been sort of like underachieving is coaching with um, like Jim Harbaugh, like I always thought that that was, and and I'm not saying, and that that's another that's another discussion that we could have another time. But say you are at a Power Five program and you go and you're five, you know, five star recruit, whatever. Like I, your development, like your stars are, or however, like how touted you are, is irrelevant to the um, uh, like to the how you how you are, like how you develop as a player. You know, like if you, you know, Shea Patterson might have been touted as this guy that was like going to change Michigan or whatever. But then like he comes in and you realize he's not all that. Or Joe Milton was touted as a, as a, as a, as a guy and you might not know he's all that. Like it's, it depends on how you get developed at your program. And this is not just a Michigan only issue, but you know, it's, I don't know. It's hard because you have so much consolidation of power at the top and it's very hard to change that. Do you realize um, what, what Henry Bowers, tight end for Georgia? Yeah. Absolute animal. Right. He's from Napa Valley. Okay. Napa yeah. Valley, California. Right. Georgia and Alabama never used to go to the West Coast. Do you know why they go to the West Coast now? And do you know why they can recruit in Texas? Because USC they... hasn't been worth a damn. Now, granted, right. 
Lincoln Riley going there. We'll see what happens with that, but that's not going to be an immediate turnaround. Right. It's just they've been able to expand their recruiting, and you know, Alabama boosters will give whatever money they need to to make sure Saban has the resources to get these guys because they want they want wins. I mean, right? That's right. all they want. And now, like, they've just been able to go into whatever district, whatever region, and recruit whoever the hell they want. And Michigan and Ohio State, Michigan State, the whole Big Ten, the Pac-12, the Big 12 haven't been able to do that. And, I mean, shit, the SEC just took Texas and Oklahoma. So it's like now the SEC has that whole region in the South and Southeast. And here's the other thing. In like in Michigan, this doesn't happen, but you realize like players in the South have play spring football as well as fall. They have spring leagues. So these high school players, instead of playing four seasons, they're playing eight seasons worth of football during their high school career. And it's just more experience and development. And granted, it's high school. But I think all of that experience like shows why Southern recruits just seem to be a whole different breed. And so you talk about, you know, what, you're going to put a limit on the number of five-star and four-star guys? Like, you don't think Alabama can flourish by just with three stars with Nick Saban and that coaching staff developing and demanding? And, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, we're seeing this now, and I'm curious to see what, like, chain reaction effect this will have. But, like, we've seen, like, players from Georgia and Alabama are transferring to go otherwere because they're not getting playing time. Because, like, if you're a linebacker at Georgia and you're behind N'Kobe Dean, like, you just know, like, okay. Or, sorry, you're behind Willie Anderson at Bama, is who I meant to say Dean's going to the draft. If you're behind Willie Anderson as a linebacker, you know you're not starting next year. So, like, are you going to stay there and waste another year of eligibility? Or are you going to go? So, like, I am curious how, like, the, the easiness of, trans like, the transfer portal being so open, how that will affect... Bama's ability to retain their recruits when they have to like sit and wait. But again, I don't think it's, a, I think the, you know, I think the easiest, my only solution I can think of, and I still don't even know if it's that good of a solution, but it's the best thing I can think of is NIL is already taking over. We're seeing schools like Texas A&M literally, you know, $25 million a year to pay players. Um, My, my thing is just, Make this streamlined. I mean, the, the college football is already the minor league system slat, uh, of of the of the NFL, right? Like that's all it is, right? You you recruit through college and you draft players out of American colleges. You have it's a direct pipeline. Just make it a league, like make it basically a league. You know, it's still run through the schools. You know, you still have the academics as part of it. Cool. Give schools a. a Give schools a, a salary cap. You don't have to give it a floor. I don't think that's necessary. I'm not going to be say that, you know, Akron has to go out and spend, you know, $70 million a year on their football program. I don't, you know, don't force them, right? This is, can still be voluntary. But if you want to keep it competitive, right, make it get put like put the same restrictions as we do on NFL teams. Like if the NFL didn't have a salary cap, it's just whichever billionaire has the most money. Like the Raiders would never be able to keep up because Mike, because uh, Davis is, you know, for an NFL owner, fairly poor compared to the Fords or uh, the owner of uh, the Carolina Panthers. Who's a, you know, very savvy wall street guy. 
They, it's, I think that the dude from why, the Broncos is also kind of up there too. Like he owns like the Clippers the or something way? like is that. It? Oh no, he's a GM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. But um, so it's you know, like the NFL is the most com- probably the most competitive league in all of sports. Like I think the difference between you know the Packers and the Jaguars it's a d- big difference. Don't be wrong. But it's a lot different than like the difference between like the Tampa Bay Lightning or the Carolina Hurricanes in hockey and the Phoenix Coyotes. Like, I think that's a bigger disparity than that. And that's just, I think, because of the nature of the NFL of like, and the same thing with baseball. Like, you can't just buy your way out of issues. And it's kind of the same thing with college football. If you implement a form of a salary cap, at least it gives all the schools an even playing field with NIL. And that would prevent Bama from getting certain guys. Like unless they can get a five-star recruit to come to the school and not basically for, and not, you know, take any NIL money or take, you know, a paycheck, which I don't think they, they could do. They're going to have to pay those five stars. And then you have to start thinking of like allocating that feels better to me than just saying, Hey, you're too good at recruiting. So you're not allowed to recruit those guys. At least with the money, it's a strategy investment. And it's but and maybe you can have, you know, you don't I don't maybe eventually you need a players union, but we that's you know, one step at a time. I think at the very least that, you know, you you it forces you to recruit differently because now if you're Alabama and you go to a five star, you, you gotta try and negotiate with that five star, like how much are you willing to come to the school for and for how how much are you willing to take? payment wise like if we pay you this much we can't pay this guy and then the whole team's not complete so can you negotiate those kind of things i think that might be the best chance because like let's be honest universities have a lot of money like the university of michigan and michigan state both have huge endowments if they want to pump out nil money they can so if everyone has you know i think the nfl it's right around 200 million it probably isn't that high in college probably closer to maybe 190 million somewhere in there just start especially because you have more players to to think about you know it's not a 52 man roster there's uh, like almost 100 kids on a sideline at any given point so i feel like that might be the best way to go about it but again it just you know until something changes and and like i said we'll see how nil develops i think we're going to just continue to see what we've been seeing in the in the college football playoff which is Lots of SEC, lots of Bama. We're going to see. I think we're going to keep seeing Georgia. I think LSU has a chance to keep going back. So and here's okay. And, and here's something I also think with the with the expansion. It's I think it's worth saying at least that like the SEC won't normally have like more teams than like the Big Ten, right? Like, like, right. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? I think that because of, and I don't know this for sure. And I don't know how, um, like expanding will impact the rankings. Cause right now we put all of our marbles into the top four because that's the, that's where you gotta be. Right. But I don't know if, if moving it to eight or 12 will change that. And because like, think about it this way, like, like the, and, and you don't see, and I guess bowl games are, are a little bit different, and I don't know how most of the SEC teams would compete with the Big Ten, but like usually there's like I don't know, like Ole Miss was up was up there, right? And normally, like if say Iowa had a better season than they ended up having, Iowa would also be there. So like, would Iowa have 
a success against the SEC. I don't know. But there's always like three Big Ten teams kind of at the top. Normally, if Iowa would have done their shit or, you know, would have been as bad as they are. I'm just saying that I think that there's not going to be a shit ton of SEC. I think that if let's assume they go to 12, that's the number they've been circling, right? Right. I think, especially again, like this was a down year for the SEC. Right. You have to realize right. that. Yeah, that's true. Like, Bama wasn't as good as they've always been. They like this is they, they made a national title, and this is the worst they've looked. Right. You know, at least in you know in recent memory, Georgia just un, I mean ungodly. Like they, mm. they just that defense is suffocating. And so you have those two teams. I think they are going to continue to do what they do. Bryce Young's going to play, be back next year. I think, you know, Alabama seems to just pull Pro Bowl caliber receivers out of their asses. Uh, They, you know, (laughs) think of all the receivers that they have have produced. Devonta Smith and Henry Ruggs. I, you know, I know what happened with Henry Ruggs, but he was a damn good receiver. Um, No, I think, I think. I think it'd be at least four SEC teams. If there's a 12 team league, I think at least a quarter of them would be SEC. And that's well, I think, and you're not wrong. I suppose, like in 2019, when LSU won the national tra- uh, national title, um, there were four SEC teams. So we got LSU, um, Georgia, Florida, and Alabama, and then mm-hmm. Cle- uh, Clemson. I believe, yeah, was the only ACC team. Um, I said Florida already. We got Big 12. We got one, which is Oklahoma. And then Big 10, um, you had Ohio State and Wisconsin and Penn State. and then, Oh, and Minnesota. Minnesota would have was number 10. And then you had Notre Dame. Um, and then you had Pac-12 so, and Oregon. But but still, like you know what I mean? Like the, the Big CFP 10 would compete. Rankings. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the CFP rankings going in. Like this would be this year. Yeah. If, if you go to 12 – there are, um, you have Bama, Georgia, and Ole Miss. So that's three. Right. Uh, so the, you know, they take a quarter of the spots, right? And then you'd have Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, three Big Ten, Utah. Um, what divisions? Is Baylor Big 12? They're Big 12 Baylor's right? Big 12, yeah. So you got Utah for Pac-12, Pitt for ACC, Oklahoma State and Baylor for Big 12, and then Notre Dame as non-conference and Cincinnati's uh, group of five. So looking at that, yeah, you know, it, it is only Georgia and and, and uh, it is only three, but that's still a quarter, you know, and there's three Big Ten teams. And I think you're right. I think in a different year, and, you know, we'll have to see with USC, but I think that's like the only team in the Pac-12 worth a damn. I think in a different year, you know, you could easily see four SEC teams and four Big Ten teams. And then the other four spots is like probably Notre Dame. They always are kind of in. There's, you know, a group of five probably. Um, and then like some conference champions, right? Like Utah and uh, Pittsburgh. So like... And, you know, in a next year, it'll probably be Clemson. I just think, like, yeah, that's great and all. I just think we're just going to keep seeing, you know, wh- whoever the best team in the SEC is is going to keep going to that t- title game and keep winning. And the only one that can really maybe do something about it would be Clemson, Ohio State would be, like, the two, maybe. And, you know, Michigan and Michigan State, 
I just think there's too much of a bridge to gap right now. I think Michigan would have to do they would need to significantly improve and it's hard they just had their best season ever and they have to significantly right. improve even more. Like that's hard to do. Tuck's great. I don't think like I saw a, a Michigan State fan account. I think they tweeted Michigan State will be in a national title game in 3 years and I think I appreciate the optimism, but that's a little like it's and it's nothing against Michigan State and I think Tucker is very good and could he do it? It's always possible. I just think and it's again this isn't talking down talk it's not even talking down the Big 10. It's just the SEC is a step above and everything else. So I I don't know what the answer is. I feel like NIL and putting like a cap on college football teams is the best way to at least somewhat even the playing field. But at the end of the day, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> like, who knows? Uh, but like I said, fun football game. Uh, it was cool to watch. And, uh, you know, hey, we're looking forward to college football next year. It's going to be going to be a good time. So anyway, now that the college football season's done, Brad, you want to talk about some NFL playoffs? I absolutely do. Griff, are we doing are we doing our bracket? Are we like picking every game? Man, did like you want could. did you did you want to do that or do you want to just pick a select? We could do bracket. Um, do you want to do it I for who, who you got or do you want to do it? Uh, do you want to do it now? I mean, we could do it. Actually, let's do who you got. Because let's do who you got. Okay, well, got we it. could. We'll do it because I mean we're we're pick we're picking every game. Right, I'll right. Just tell you guys let's, right now. Yeah, let's do we're it. Picking every playoff game. So, Perfect. Um, then we'll start with kind of the breakdown here. Um, yeah. So I guess the first thing before we talk about the teams that did make it, I want to talk about one team that didn't because the NFL robbed us of one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things in the world. It all started when the Colts somehow choked away their playoff aspirations to the Jaguars. And I'm very sad about that. Brad, if you remember, I was high on the Colts going into this year. I said the Colts could be second in the AFC uh, South with a chance to, to with a chance to make the wild card. I was spot on a few more losses than I expected, um, but I was pretty spot on. And that team, that was pathetic. What the happened against Jacksonville just didn't even show up. And I know a lot of people want to blame Carson Wentz and he had a bad game. And I, I know I'm a little bit of a Carson Wentz slap because I have always thought after he blew his knee out in his MVP season, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I've always felt like he just couldn't, you know, Every situation he was in with the Eagles now here or before he got here, he just, you know, it was a bad year, you know, injuries and things like that. And the city of Philadelphia completely giving up on him. But the fact that they lost that game, I mean, it's on Wentz, but it's also on the coaching staff. Like, I like Frank Reich, but he did not have that team ready to play football. And it's a win or go home. It's a playoff game against a bad opponent. And they didn't do what they needed to do in order to win the game. It's just absolutely absurd. Anyway, um but to but when that lo- when they lost that game, it gave hope to the Pittsburgh Steelers cuz they won their game against the Ravens. So all the Steelers needed to make the playoffs was for the Chargers and Raiders to not tie. We talked about the situation last week. Chargers and Raiders played at night. They could have theoretically had a truce and just kneeled the ball the entire game. 0-0 tie they didn't do that which is fine they played the game chargers come down get bailed out 
uh, some of the coaching decisions by Brandon Staley were uh, uh, atrocious. Um, going for it on fourth and one on your own 19 in the third quarter down three. I know you're, I listen, I love an analytics driven guy. And when Dan Campbell does it, I don't really mind, at least this year. If he does it next year, I'll be pissed. I didn't care this year because the team's awful. That you're probably They're probably going to score a touchdown on you anyway, so you, you're just saying, fuck it. Let's see what sticks. You're in the game of the season. It This is a playoff game, win or go home. You need to at least tie or win <laughs> this game, and you're yeah. doing that. And thank God he's got Justin Herbert getting bailed out by a fantastic by great talent because they somehow come back and they tie the game with a last literal last second touchdown zeros on the clock they tie the game up so now it's interesting now everyone in pittsburgh's shitting themselves right the game is down they're you know overtime raiders get the ball they hold the raiders to a field goal again both teams could just kneel it out at this point but they don't chargers come down convert on a fourth and like nine They've by the way that last drive they converted like like six fourth downs. It was crazy. It was an absolutely cra- awesome game to watch. So they go down and the Chargers kick a field goal. There's like four minutes left in the game. Just take your knees, boys. But live and fight another day. Don't ri- like. And the Raiders kind of signaled that they were they were running the ball. They didn't weren't really passing. Kind of just like they were playing safe, right? Because they knew if they throw a pick. Like Chargers, they were right in field goal range. The game's over, so they're they want to win, but they also don't want to lose. Right? That that's the key objective. Winning is a luxury. Losing, like tying or better, is a necessity. So they're just running the ball, running the ball, and for whatever reason, the Chargers can't get in a good defense. And then the timeout. So game was down to about 40 seconds. The clock play clock had five seconds and the chargers called timeout. Now here's the thing. The chargers called timeout. Brandon Staley said he called it because he wanted to get a better pass uh, running defense on the field because of how he saw the, the, the Raiders line up. But when they called that timeout, the Raiders head coach and Derek Carr both confirmed this and made them rethink their approach and that's when they decided to they lined up in a bit different they've lined up in a different personnel and ran the ball to get into field goal range now here's the thing the raiders probably were just playing for the tie and by calling that timeout it was also like the prisoner's dilemma where it felt like wait cuz the the chargers still had one timeout left it's like the raiders probably were thinking wait are they trying to like get the ball back and kick us out of the playoffs oh fuck that no 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 we're running a real play now so you know, that play alone, yeah, you just destroyed your playoff hopes. But it it was all the decisions Brandon Staley led up to, like, before that, that it's just like, man, what are you doing? Like, I, I, he's a first-year head coach, and I like him. And, I you know, I don't think they're going to fire him, even if what he did could be, like, a fireable offense. But, man... They gotta make the playoffs next year. Like they gotta be like ten and seven, eleven and six, because to not make the playoffs this year is is a travesty for the Chargers. They they were red hot out of the gate this year, and I just can't believe they didn't make it. And obviously, you know, I'm a Chargers fan. I got a Herbert jersey, um, and I'm just like, I just can't believe they they pissed it away. Like, man, 
the only thing they have to look forward to is knowing they have the best uni combo in the league and one of the best helmets. But like that doesn't win you a Super Bowl. It wins you a fashion show. I'm telling you though, man, that the Chargers team, because they have like so many different combinations, they could legit just get dressed in like they could get dressed in the dark and whatever combo they came out in would look great. It's it's insane how good their uniforms are. But I digress. Yeah. yeah. I, uh I'm a I little mean, mad at Brandon Staley. The you know what's what's funny though is I can't remember what, what I was reading. Someone was arguing that the 2021 Chargers kind of rem- well like okay let me uh, let me put it this way they were arguing that the San Diego Chargers from 2010 were or it was I can't remember if it was 2009 or 2010 one of them did not make the playoffs yet they were one of the NFL's greatest teams didn't make the playoffs and it's almost like the same with like cuz on paper the LA Chargers look good. Like they look good. You got Justin Herbert in his sophomore season. And that sophomore season is sort of when you Defense see can't. and that's the thing. Like but, you need a team to hold you up and like well, that's the thing he didn't he didn't sophomore slump. He And that's the thing. I mean, he was but like, on compared, like But the, but if year. you're if you're a team that's that's look at that has a franchise quarterback, like you should not miss the playoffs with your franchise QB. Like that just shouldn't happen. And yeah, it's, I guess it's like frustrating, you know? Cause like, I mean, the jets have several problems, right? Like they got like shit. They've been, they've drafted quarterbacks up, left, right, and down, whatever. And then obviously the lions like have had, you know, their issues, whatever. Um, and the lions were in a tough division. And I guess, I guess you could say that, well, chargers, eh, sort of, um, who else they got? Uh, God, who else is in their division? Um, the Seahawks? Broncos. No, no. Broncos. So Broncos mm-hmm. suck, right? Um, who yeah, else they, is in they, But they lost the game to the Broncos. And that's uh, and the what the it's fuck? Raiders, Raiders, Chiefs, Broncos. But yeah, they lost the game to the Raiders. They lost. It's they like lost frustrating to, the to watch. It is frustrating they to, to watch. The the, they lost to the Texans. The All Chargers the did. The, the Chargers did. The entire league a disservice by keeping Justin Herbert out of the playoffs. The entire league oh, a disservice. And it like, like I'm I feel sorry. like I, I am owed Justin a refund. <laughs> I feel like I am <laughs> like, owed a refund just, on the season. You know, I get that you know it's Ben's right, you know, right into the sunset season. But like, I would rather see Justin Herbert than Ben Roethlisberger. I'm sorry, Ben Roethlisberger. I will. I would rather set my TV on fire than watch him. And I'm I'm not lying Amazing. at all. Might want to call nine one one on in uh, in advance this weekend. I, I actually that. will not be watching that game. I I have plenty of other nice things to do with my time. What what day uh, is I'll that on? Is that on I'll Saturday? It's, it's super. I'm pretty sure. You know, let's uh, let's pull here. I got it right here. Uh. Steelers Chiefs is the Sunday night game. Ah, fuck that. That sucks. Well, because I'm going to the so Red the Wings full... game this weekend, and like I won't be watching any football on Saturday night. You know, so I'll miss the I'll miss the Raiders and the Bengals. Not that that is really exciting. I guess Joe Burrow. But then the Patriots and the Bills. Like I'll miss that. No big deal. 
Um, that'll be exciting because that's like a whole a whole thing. Um, but then like, what am I stuck with? I'm stuck with the Cowboys and the the 49ers or the Steelers and the Chiefs. No, thank yeah. you. I could watch t- a Tom Brady destroy the Eagles. <laughs> so I don't know, but I digress. Yeah. So I think, um, no, I think, uh, so yeah, I agree. It's a disservice that he didn't make it in and I'm very upset, but Brad, let's look at the teams we do have. So we kind of just alluded to it with the Steelers. Um, they are my frauds in the AFC. Um, they're the only frauds I have in the AFC. I actually did write Raiders here, but I realized I don't think that's fair. I, I actually, I'll, and I'll explain why I'm actually moving them into a different category. But yeah, the Steelers are frauds. They're 12 and a half point underdogs to the Chiefs. They got their, they just got smacked like children in the, uh, in the last time they played the Chiefs. It was a complete blowout. The game was over by halftime. Um, and honestly, like, I just think, like, you know, Ben's on his last legs. Yeah, they got great talent on the offense, got a lot of great weapons, but Ben just can't do it like he used to. The defense is very spotty, and we saw how poorly they did against, uh, as we saw how poorly they did against the, the Steelers, or sorry, against uh, the Chiefs and how many points they gave up. So, yeah, I think, um, plain and simple, I just think, you know, they're frauds, and I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely smack them. So, uh, anything else you want to say other than fuck Big Ben because you don't like the man? Like, yeah, literally. I, I'm I'm sick of watching the Steelers, and I, you know what I'm pissed about though. I I didn't watch this game. Okay, for the record, I did not watch this game. But that Raiders, what was it? The Raiders and the Chargers, right? Where the Chargers lost in overtime. That was garbage because that, okay, so I wake up the next morning and I'm like, what happened? You know, because I'm like, I do not want the Steelers to go to the playoffs, right? I'm like, I don't want to see that. I just want zero part of it. And I don't really, and if, to be honest, I don't want the Raiders in there too, either, whatever. Um, but obviously, so the, so the, here's, here's the, here's the deal. I would have rather had the Chargers win that game than anything else. And instead you get... Um, an overtime game that if it would have tied would have kept the Steelers out of the playoffs and it went to overtime and they still did not end in a tie I'm like I'm like okay like if you ended that game in regulation I'd be fine if if they're even if the Raiders still won I'd be fine but you you went to overtime you got there and you could have tied you could have tied and wasn't it like in the last second of overtime too that they scored, a f- they put down the field goal. If I was yeah, the no, kicker, was like if I was the kicker, I would have missed on purpose. I would have missed on purpose just to spite Ben Roethlisberger. Dead ass. I would have oh, missed Daniel on Carlson purpose. That you would have been a hero to so many people. Oh my God! I would have. Oh, I and that would have been amazing. Well, that was probably like a twenty-yard kick, though. To be honest, I didn't see. I mean, if to be honest, I would not be surprised. But if it was five yards, I would have. I would have missed it. Actually, well, it can't be five yards because that's not how big the end zone is. But, um, yeah, I was pissed. Like I was pissed. Rightfully so, pissed. 
So anyway, yeah, I hate the Steelers. Here are my meh teams. And when I say meh, I just, this is more so. Here's my mid-tier, but I'm calling it meh because I like that. As a, that's my my go-to middle-of-the-road title. They're just meh. Patriots. Um, I know they're going against Buffalo. Third time this season. They're in Buffalo. You know, they're gonna be, They're used to the cold. They don't care. I just feel like something's missing on this team. Like something isn't quite all clicking together. And I just don't think, like, I think they could be a first round bounce, but I think like, if you look at the bracket, they would go against the chiefs, assuming the chiefs don't choke, they'd go against the chiefs. And I think they would lose the chiefs. So I think for that reason, like they're just, again, middle of the road. I think the divisional is their ceiling, unfortunately, but you know, that is the way it is. The Bengals. Now, here's the thing. I love me some Joey Burrow. I love me some Jamar Chase. And I love my cat teams. I love the big cat teams. I think I, I think they're super talented. And this team is kind of... They could be... They are like the next level up. They have the potential. It just depends. They've lost some head scratchers this season. And I, they, I know they just beat the Chiefs. They absolutely have the potential to run this table. It's just, can you win that many games in a row and play good football for, you know, you got to play, what, three, four straight games. Will they do that? I don't know. Do I think they... I think they have the potential to make it to the AFC Championship. I think, because I think they could beat the Titans. That game could be a coin flip, right? Because it would be them against the Titans. Uh but man, it would be, it'd be very, it'll be very close. It'll be, like I said, they're just, they're like really close to breaking through to being the real, a real team, like a real, like have being a real threat. I just, I guess, and, and this might change after they go against the Raiders, but I just need to see what they do. I think they'll beat the Raiders, but I need to see how they beat the Raiders. And that will gauge my confidence on them going throughout the rest of the playoffs. Cause Bengals haven't won an NFL a playoff game in a while either. So this is like a big monkey off their back if they can get it. Um, and speaking of Raiders, we I have the Raiders also as a mad team. I just don't think they have like the talent that you need to go on the run. I have a lot of respect for Derek Carr. I understand this team has been through a lot this year between John Gruden, Henry Ruggs, all the injuries. And the fact that they went 10 and seven and are going to a playoff game is hey commendable. Great job. I'm, I think it's awesome. They got there. I just don't think they get past the divisional. I think if they beat the Bengals, I think they lose to the Titans. And they, if they somehow got to the AFC championship, I think they lose to probably the chiefs or bills. It would one of those teams. So yeah. Uh, Raiders, Brad, anything to say about the middle of the road teams? At least in my opinion, these are my, this is my thoughts, but I don't know if you have any, do you agree, disagree on any of those? You know, well, it's, it's hard. Cause it's like, well, so I haven't watched that. Well, I haven't watched the Titans enough. That's the thing, you know? And so like, I know you have the Titans up there as like, cause they're the only one of three left. Right. Um, yeah, and I there's a reason why I have it because I almost put the, ti- the Titans here, but okay. they're the one seed, you know. Yeah. 
Well, it's, and and the fact that they went eleven and six, or twelve and five, one of those two, and are the one seed with you know they lost their best player. In Wait, Derek what? Henry. They are the one seed. When did I learn? Yeah, how did I it, not know that? What the fuck? Yeah. Where did? How did they get well, that one? They won twelve games. Twelve and five. Holy and they shit. beat and they beat the Chiefs. They won fuck. the tiebreaker. But remember, because. Let's be uh, now. I'm, I'm not taking anything this. away from the Titans lie. here. I'm not taking anything away from the Chiefs, or sorry, from the Titans. They beat the Chiefs early in the season when they had Henry, and then honestly, they got the easier part of their schedule right. after Henry got hurt. Jacksonville and Houston, you get to go go against both those teams twice, and and they went against them once with Henry still around. But I'm just saying, like, they had to win games. I'm not taking that away from them. And I put them in, in like they said, the top tiers, the real teams, the real threats. I put them up there with the Chiefs and Bills because I think they have, because Derrick Henry's back for the playoffs, and I think that is a huge boost to helping them. It's a matter of can your defense continue to play as stoutly as they have with, like, they had that convincing win over the Patriots. Or, sorry, no, I'm thinking of, I'm, Wrong, wrong team. Never mind. Uh, I'm thinking of the Patriots win. Um, but yeah, can your defense continue to do what it's been doing? And can your offense, you know, now with Derrick Henry back, be that machine it needs to be? Henry running for 100 yards and running through people. A.J. Brown being the the elite talent that he is at receiver. Can you maintain that process? Can you maintain that level of success? If they do, they have a very real chance of going to a Super Bowl. I think they could. They've beaten the Chiefs once, and and I think they could beat the and they've beaten the Bills. They've beaten both of those teams this year. But can you do it again? I think they have the 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 ability to. It's just a matter of will they. So, uh, and then as far as Chiefs and Bills, listen, Chiefs. You got an easy first-round matchup. You will be going against either the Bills or the Patriots in the uh, in the divisional round. If that's the case, then uh, you know. Again, I think the Bills would be a little tougher, but I think they could beat both of those teams. But I do think the Bills could give a very real run for their money. Uh, again, I think they have the chance. I think those are like those are my three top teams. Those are the three teams I could easily see uh, winning uh, the AFC championship and going to the Super Bowl. The Bills really just a matter of like, you got to beat the Patriots first. They probably have the hardest first round matchup in terms of like, I think those two teams, because I mean, your divisional rivals, they're very neck and neck. So we're, we will see. Um, but yeah, that is my AFC breakdown. Brad, anything, anything, any thoughts on the top teams? So, you know, oh, and by the way, I, I'm pretty sure that the the um, the Chiefs would, if the Patriots win, well, they would, well, if the Bills win, if the Bills win, I'm pretty, and the they would play the Raiders, the Bengals, but um, that's all off that. But I don't, I mean, I don't know. Like the Chiefs seem like they seem like like it'd be hard to bet against them. Like I don't know how like postseason proven the titans are and so i don't know like i mean i don't know like they weren't they a great team last year and they kind of like sputtered at the end 
or something like that. And I don't know, but the, I don't know, but I don't know. I, I always see, like, I just, I have the Chiefs in my, like, and, and this is a spoiler, but I have my, I have the Chiefs in my end of year, our uh, AFC championship prediction. So that's all on that. All right. Very nice. I know. All crazy. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so moving on to the NFC, I think, um, so my Eagles fraud here, obvious, obvious champion Eagles. out of this league, right? Here's the thing. Like they're scrappy. I just don't, I mean, it's Jalen. Like it's a, they're a surprise. You want to, you want to hear my hot take? You want to, so I went to Go Philadelphia. Ahead. Okay. I went there and I, and I saw, I saw the shit that their fans do. Now, they call them the birds. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. They're not birds. There's a lot of birds. Bird. What kind of bird are you? Anyway, that's my. Uh, that's my. I don't like the Eagles for that reason alone. That reason alone. Okay. Well, here's my rationale and actual yeah, rationale. Um, no, I just think like they they've been they're scrappy, right? They're like they are. Like they got to the playoffs, right? Like that's saying something. So, I just think I don't know. I just don't feel like they do. Like they're not gonna be able to do enough. I think they're gonna beat, get beaten by the Bucks pretty easily. And for that reason, like I like I said, I think it's just I think they're frauds, and I think they're going to. Uh, I think they're a first round bounce. Like I said, Hertz has had a good season. The defense has played fairly well. I just don't think they can maintain. And that success, and I don't think, especially against like superior opponents, um, it, it would be very difficult for them to still win these games. So we will see. Well, plus they're playing um, the Bucks. That's kind of like a death sentence. Yeah, yeah. You Tom know, Brady playoff. Like Tom the, Brady. you know, like if 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 I I think, and I don't know this for sure. Like I don't like the Eagles, but like I feel like if we were in the old format where you had the seven versus three and then you had the top two teams get buys i feel like you would have like a, a better matchup almost with the eagles and the cowboys like one that's a little bit more realistic probably you know yeah yeah you're probably yeah i would agree i would agree um but yeah and then we so our middle of the road teams the meh teams 49ers cardinals and cowboys now Cardinals, it's kind of recency bias. Obviously, we know they're a good team. Very good players. Can Cliff Kingsbury, you know, actually win and play when it comes to playoff football time? He struggled this last the last stretch of the season. They they lost the division because of those struggles. It's just a matter of can they get right and do what they need to do in order to, you know, win this playoff game against the Rams. Cowboys. They they everything on paper makes me think <coughs> this team should be better. Yet there are things that gravely concern me about this team. Obviously, you have offensive weapons and firepower, but the offense has looked out of sync. The defense is very <coughs> boom and bust at times. It's weird. Um, so I think, again, that the Cowboys, they could you know they could make a run they could get to the nfc championship but it's going to be tough like i think they have a very tough first round matchup because my other mad team and again i think all these teams are still good like they made the playoffs it just compared to the, the others right the 49ers um 
man, they looked ve- they've looked very good at the end of this season. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, like they've just been a cut above the rest, and like you know they had to win. Uh, several of their last few games in order to even have a shot to make the playoffs. And when they controlled their own destiny, they beat the Rams in order to get in. I think that I would not want to be going up against them right now. They're a physical team. They're a tough team. And I think the Cowboys, um, they're going to have their their work cut out for them to try and get to the divisional round. Um, But like I said, the Rams, you know, Jimmy G is an inconsistent quarterback. They They look a little suspect at times on defense it's really just a matter of can the 49ers be consistent and run the game plan that they want to run and control the time of possession if they can do those things they can win if if they don't they're in trouble and then the other meh team this is the last second movement i'm putting the rams here i know they won their division but i'm worried man stafford so here's you want to know my take that game you want to know what I you know what I think? Here's here's what I think. I think Rams lose. I'm dead ass. I'm not joking about that. Um and I'll and I'll have this pick. I will have and I'll have this pick in a in a moment once we actually do these. But God, and I and I and I know that the Cardinals have looked bad in the last few weeks. Like the Cardinals did not look great. But if the Cardinals can be and return to that like early season form, no chance the Rams uh, win this game, like zero chance. But see, I think you know. Obviously, we know Stafford, gunslinger, can throw the ball all right. over the field. Very good offensive weapons with all the running backs and receivers. Defense has Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. It's just a matter of will they show up? Because sometimes that defense has not looked good. The Rams can absolutely win this game. Like. 100%. Now, will they is the question. Um, yeah, like, like I said, they're meh. They are... You got to prove me wrong here. I want right. them to. I think they could, but we we are going to have to see. All right. Real teams in the NFC. We have the Buccaneers. Obviously, it's Tom Brady. I do think the Buccaneers, they have a... They're worse this year. Everyone always says this. I know. Brady's cooked. He's not going to do it. It's not Brady. The issue is that defense cannot stop the run. They're worse than they were last year. And the offense is now without Chris Godwin. And I know Antonio Brown lost his mind, but let's be real. He was a good offensive weapon to have, and they don't have him. Leonard Fournette has been hurt. It's going to be a little harder this year for Brady because he doesn't have everything he did last year. So he's, they're still a real team. Now, I'm always going to put a Brady team up there. Especially they, they still do have good talent. It's just a little bit less. And Brady, he's only getting older. So we will see. But they're, I'm putting them in the real team. And this team, honestly, Packers should be the team. This is the top notch. This is my prediction for who goes to the, who goes to the Super Bowl representing the NFC. It's the Packers. I hate Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I've hated it. You know, I'm a Lions fan. I've always hated him. And especially with all the stupid shit going on this year, I don't even care about his vax stats. Just the whole media circus. I w- I'm over it. I think Stafford, or Stafford, I think the Packers and Rodgers, it, you know, the Super Bowl runs through Lambeau. They have home field advantage. And I think they're just in it to win it this year. And 
they have every like dude, they just look untouchable like they just don't look like you know Rodgers and MVP I just don't think I can't think of a team at least on the NFC side that was good enough to beat them you know obviously anything can happen we saw the the Buccaneers do it to them in Lambeau last year I just think this team is on the next level and I think they easily could go all the way and Rodgers gets another championship ring so we will see yeah, I mean it's anyway. Like no, and it, well, and I wanted to say I'm like in full agreement. I don't like I don't know which team will end up like facing the Packers because I want to say what like so if like Tampa Bay wins and like I don't know like if Arizona wins, then what is it? Arizona like will face like whether or not they like what happens between the Cowboys and the 49ers. Like, the Packers could face any of them, and, like, I don't know. So, it's I mean, it's hard to say. But, anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, the Packers, look, I did not think that they would be. I was worried because of the shit that Aaron Rodgers well, that pulled. Awful. Yeah. And, and, they and I was, and I, and I got to say, like, I mean, he, I'm kind of wrong. I hate that Pat McAfee has given this dude a platform to talk about vaccination status and all this shit, but... Um, that's besides the point. Yeah, but I like I don't have an issue with him, you know, doing being the on show. the show. I think, Aaron, but Aaron like Rogers just to give him that open platform yeah. to talk about this shit. The fuck yeah. are we doing? Well, you got to realize McAfee it, is in his pot. Well, it's like, well, if he doesn't do it here, he's doing it somewhere else. So I might as well make my money. And it's well, so I don't exactly, exactly blame McAfee. It's just you know that's the area right. we live in. Anyway, um, so yeah. Uh, I, those are, that's our breakdown, Brad, you want to jump into who you got and, uh, we can kind of, you know, talk about the, now we pick, do our predictions, right? Well, who we think will, ab- absolutely. I would love to. All right. We'll start off with the AFC. So going into this, by the way, you have a slight lead in who you got 54 out of points uh, or sorry, 55 points. I have 54. You are one point ahead of me because of the because uh, of the Bam, Georgia the pick because game. of the national championship That's title game. Georgia. Oh, by the way, and I wanted to play these. I wanted to play these before the episode, but I never got around to it. Whatever. But there are two episodes that viewers can listen to where I made two incredible p- predictions at the beginning of the college football season. One of which. I picked Texas A&M to upset Alabama because I picked this this home game or I mean road game for Alabama to play at Kyle Field, Texas A&M and I and I and I predicted that they would lose. Then, you know what else I did? You know what else I did? I said before it was one of our very first episodes, we were talking about underachievers in college football, and I said that this is the year that Georgia wins a national title, and they did it. So, yep. I just want to put that out there. I am a genius. If only I had put Good money call. on it. So, you know, perfect. A genius. But, you know. All right. Well, let's. Anyway. Let's Mr. Genius, let's see yeah. who you got here. Yeah, well, Raiders I'm only at Bengals. Divi- you know, wild card matchup. I think. I don't remember when this one actually is. Let's see. Raiders Bengals. Yeah, it is the first playoff game of the. Slate here. It's on Saturday at 4.30 on NBC. Who you got, Brad? Um, so I got to take the Bengals. 
And do you know why, Griff? Because they got Joe Burrow, baby. And I don't know. The Raiders, I can't trust in the postseason. Can I trust the Bengals? Yeah, sure. You know what's funny, though? The Bengals have not won a playoff game. Right? Hold on. The Bengals have not won a playoff game in, I think it's longer than, you know who? The Detroit Lions. Yeah. Did you know that? The longest. The, The Bengals have the longest playoff win drought. The longest in the NFL. 1991 is the last time that the Cincinnati Bengals have won a playoff game. Um... Do you know how it's been? It's 1992 for the Lions, and the Bengals have had a several, several chances to win a playoff game. I think they've gone to the playoffs. Uh, they were first in the North. They won it, and they lost the. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, that was this year. It was 2015, the last time. They lost to the Steelers, lost to the Colts, lost to the yep. Chargers, lost to the Texans, lost to the Texans, lost to the Jets. They have like almost as many playoff appearances as the Lions do, but have not won a game since winning the wild card, uh, wild card round in 1990, which was, well, the 1990 season, 1991 year, um, against the, you know who? The Tennessee Oilers. And then they lost the divisional round to the Raiders. And that is the longest playoff drought. And this is the same game. They would also be playing the Raiders in this in this game. And I got and I got Joe Burrow replenishing the Cincinnati fan base with a W right here, right now. That is my that is my right. prediction, Griff. I got the I got the Bengals. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, I got the Bengals for the same reason um, that we talked about. I think they finally end their drought. I don't trust the Raiders, and I think Joe Burrow's just that good. I think he can be, you know, the next guy in the NFL, and I think this could be the start. I'm going Bengals. All right. Patriots at Bills. This is the other Saturday game, Saturday night game. Playing in Buffalo, Brad. It's going to be cold and windy. Who do you got? This is the hardest one on the the thing for me anyway. I I think so as well. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Patriots and it's only for Bill Belichick. Now, now the pit, now the bills won the AFC East. All right. But if you look at the schedule that the, the, between the two, so who won? So the Patriots, uh, one one so they were both one and one all right and and remember that the last time that the patriots and the bills played in rough conditions patriots um came away with a w 14 to 10 all right and i'm gonna take i'm gonna take the patriots again and i'm gonna say that the patriots have better players i'm gonna say that they have mac jones whatever mac jones has looked a little iffy here and there but whatever so i'm gonna take i will take the Patriots to win this game. I love you, Buffalo, but I got to do it. I got to take the Bills. Lake Erie Bros forever. That that's the Detroit, Cleveland, and Buffalo because we're all in Lake Erie. Lake Erie Bros forever. Gen- okay, but genuinely though, I do think the Bills win this game. It'll be close, and it, it could go the other way. But I do think the Bills pull this out. I I like their offense. I. 
don't trust certain aspects of the Patriots, even though they have looked very good at times this season. I'm going to just roll with the Bills um, and roll with Josh Allen and hope that, you know, hopefully they try to run the ball a little more and don't throw it when the the wind is as bad as it is. (laughs) Taking the Bills. All right. Here's the easiest one: Steelers at Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, cool. Yeah, I, I, we the don't have Steelers. to talk about that. Nope, not gonna, hey, not listen, gonna waste our time. If the Steelers went on a crazy run and won the Super Bowl, I would laugh my ass off just because I knew how upset it would make you. I, <laughs> I would throw the TV out the window. Absolutely. I hope I it would, happens. I, I hate. That's root for radio. That's root I for radio hate right every now. single Pittsburgh team that in existence. Everyone, I, mean, I, I can't like stand a single one. I'll give you that. I can't stand the state the, of Pennsylvania. You hate the pirate. I can't. St- hate the, nobody on. hates the, the pirates. pirates they so suck. Bad. Nobody hates the pirates. Yeah. Nobody gives it's a like shit about the pirates. The the Pittsburgh doesn't even know the pirates exist. That is that is what the say, pirates are. Like, you can't hate the pirates. It's like no that's like people feel like, bad for them. I mean, it's like the hating the Philadelphia Flyers. That's the only Philly team I don't care about because the Flyers don't right. know they exist. Eagles, Sorry. not a Philadelphia Buccaneers. fan. Yeah, Eagles and Bucks. Let's do Buccaneers. it. Who you got? I gotta take the Bucks. I mean, uh, why else me would well. you? Why would you pick anyone else? I mean, if this game yep. was one right. million, I still wouldn't take it. Given the odds, 49ers at Cowboys. I gotta take Dallas. Dallas looks like a pretty good team this year, and and I know that the 49ers have played pretty well, and they've they've kind of surprised me. But Dallas, um, sort of looks good. Like they look fine. Like they look, they like they've surprised me. They've surprised me. Right. They they are they are absolutely, but I would not be surprised if the NFC title game is the Cowboys and the Packers, one hundred percent. Because you got to think, right? So if the if let's say that my prediction holds true, all right. So say I get every single one in the NFC right, okay. So we got the Eagles and the Bucks. The Bucks win, all right, and then you have um, and I'm gonna spoil my like upcoming game. But um, who do we got? So we got uh, – oh, here we go. Okay, so we got the Buccaneers winning against the Eagles. That brings the two seed up. Then you got the the Cowboys winning against the 49ers. That would bring the three seed up. So that would mean that the – and the Cardinals beat the Rams. I've already discussed that. Then the Packers would play the Cardinals, and the Cowboys would play the Buccaneers. And then so Dallas would have to get past – Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, which kind of is yep. is doable. Like that is doable with the amount of injuries that Tampa Bay has and all of that. Like that is something that is very realistic sure for the Cowboys, Cowboys. The Cowboys, if the Bucks win and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys will face the Bucks no matter what. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, because the they're the Rams middle seeds. Because the Rams are, are still five. the lowest, lower than both of them. They're four and five, so they right. would then have to go to Lambo. Right. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, that's fair. I'm taking the 49ers here. Okay. Um, I just think they're scrappy, man. I just think they win this game outright, straight up. I think they do it. I think. The Cowboys, maybe they got their groove together in last week when they beat up on the backups for Philly, but I think 
I just think the 49ers win this game. I think that running game is so good, and they're going to be able to run the ball down Dallas's throat. I think the defense will be able to disrupt Dallas's offense enough to keep him in the game. And I think if Jimmy Garoppolo has to make some throws, he he can. Uh, it you know it's not a guarantee, but if he's got he can make some throws when needed. So I'm going 49ers. All right, Cardinals at Rams, Brad. You've got the Cardinals, as you alluded to earlier. I well, I do, yeah, and I think, and I again, and I've said this before, Matthew Stafford, like everyone wants to be, like he's this elite guy, like all these guys in in Detroit are like, wow, he's finally getting what he deserved to get, and all this stuff. I'll and, say that's weird. I've never understood the people that are like, like don't wrong. If he wins, good for him, right? But I don't understand. It doesn't prove anything. Feel the need to defend him now. Just like, I thought like, I that. I thought that Stafford would win a Super Bowl this year, and I am withdrawing my comment. Bad huh. prediction. I do not believe in him anymore. And and this isn't about, and I don't care if he goes to the NFC title game. I don't care if he gets to a Super Bowl. I, like, I was, like, you watch some of these games that he plays in, and you're like, what the fuck, bro? Like, I was watching the one game, and I texted you about this. I'm like, bro, he just threw in a double coverage. I'm out at a restaurant right now, or when I, whatever. We were out on a date, and I'm watching, and I'm, I'm like, every now, every, like, five seconds, well, not five seconds, but every, like, five or t- seven or ten minutes, I'm peeking over at this. We're up in a, in a balcony, and it's a really nice restaurant. We're, and they got this um, at the bar. They have this big projector TV, whatever, going, and, and the Rams are on. And I'm like, I got to be depressed now. You know, with with this shit that's on the TV, like this dude throws it a triple coverage on a fade, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing at this yeah. point? So it just some of these decisions just don't make sense for the heat of the moment and the pressure of the moment, and it just doesn't like in these big situations. He never, he hasn't come up to play, and that's my issue with Matthew Stafford, and I think he will show that again this weekend. I, I've never been. I've, it's hard to be a believer in Stafford when time and time again he does the wrong thing. I agree, but here's the thing: I'm 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 picking the Rams. Mm, they have very okay. good talent. The Cardinals have they looked do. suspect, and I want him. I, I'd like him to win. I, I just think you know he's a good guy. He's a good he guy. A yeah, he's a good guy. He's a talented quarterback, but he he hasn't. <laughs> uh, no, like you're saying, he hasn't done enough to win. Yeah. No, listen, he listen. Let's be honest. He is a t- the, one of the top three best players to ever play for the Lions, which isn't saying a lot. I know. Actually, that's but saying a lot. Us. That is saying a lot. Like you got Barry. Yeah, that's 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 with Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. Well, but that's, that's your top that's two. So well, but he's you know yeah. he played for us for ten years. What about John he, Kitna? You know, shut the fuck up. Um. <laughs> All right. So here's the John Kidna, really? No. <laughs> yeah, come uh, on. Joey Harrington. So, no. Oh god, don't talk about Joey Harrington. Anyway. <laughs> what a no, guy. But, like, that's the thing. Like he's he's done a lot for us. I, I obviously I, I kinda want him to get bounced early because I want the draft pick to be slightly better, but like at this point, I just want him to get the monkey off his back. Right. I'd like him to win a, just a playoff game. And and I think he, we know he can do it. He's beaten the Cardinals this season. I think he has every ability to do it. He's a gunslinger. He's got the talent. This is the only situation where he can have that kind of success, right? He needed a very good team and a very good coach around him to make up for his mistakes. 
So yeah. I'm going to pick him. This is more of a hope thing. I do think this game is going to be close in a coin flip, but we will see. We will see, Griff. We will see. So, all right, Brad. Let's get into the betting segment. And I would love to. We, do, we still don't have a name for this, and I apologize. Just want to put that out there. One. So I want to talk. We, I went two for three last week. Uh, Chargers, Raiders, over hit easily. Um, actually, I technically went one, one, and one, right? So Broncos or Chargers, Chiefs or Chargers, Raiders, over hit, no problem, 49 and a half. Chiefs, Broncos uh, went well over the 44. I didn't expect the Broncos to show up with an offense that day, but apparently there they are. And then Georgia, Bama, that late pick six by Georgia. Got me to 51, and I pushed. So I went 1-1-1, one, one, and one, thanks to the over being a 50 and even number. So uh, not too bad. Brad, spot on with the FCS championship game. North Dakota won by 100. <laughs> so the other two I did not do so hot. That and... Texas Tech-Iowa State <laughs> one was they didn't even get to 100. And no, the no. There were 98 points. And then the Packers, you know, oh, my only... God. That was the worst yeah. one. I was surprised when you took that because of the fact that we knew that the, the Packers were going to have backups eventually. Yeah. They only played the first half, and they weren't even really playing. They were just kind of no. like – it literally looked like they were playing. Like, like They literally looked they, like – They looked like, like the they backups. treated it like a preseason game. They treated it, was, it like an exhibition. No, it was, you know those, you know those like when, when teams have joint practices with like another yeah. team? It looked like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, don't hit the guy in the red jersey. <laughs> That's the number one rule. Um. So, anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So moving into this week, Brad, uh, I'll start. I'm going to take – I like my under-overs. I normally don't like taking unders, but again, I'm taking an under here. Patriots under Bills under 44. It's going to be windy, cold as hell. It's going to be hard to throw the football. Look what happened last time. Now, granted, that was a f- crazy amount of wind. But look what happened last time when they played in Buffalo with bad weather conditions, 14 to 10. I think we could see a very similar thing here. I'm thinking more 21-17, which keeps me well under 44. I think that's where we land for this game. Give me the under. Patriots, Bills. So you want to continue with your next two? Oh sure, I can do all three at once. Perfect. No Let's. Let, right. I feel like Next, that. Would be I got my... Rams Cardinals. I got the over forty nine and a half. They uh, fit. They scored fifty three combined points the last time they faced. Both these teams have the offensive firepower to just score bunches of points. Um, Stafford could throw a pick six. Boom, easy, quick six <laughs> points. Then he's got to get those garbage time touchdowns. Easy. No, I think they this game. This is a closer one. I'm a little less confident in it, but I would still be confident enough to to put my word behind it and say Rams Cardinals over 49 and a half. All right. Then we got 49ers Cowboys. I'm taking the 49ers money line at I can't believe I don't have the tab open. I think it was plus 130. Um I will double check uh and when I find it I'll confirm. But yes, I'm taking the uh, I am taking the Rams money line to win outright because I think I absolutely think that they can um, beat the Cowboys. I don't even want. I think it's four and a half points last time I checked. So give me 
the 49ers. And so, yeah, it's plus 140, and the line is actually down to only plus three. So I'm locking in there. Give me give me the, the Niners at plus 140. So my game, all right, we got the Red Wings and the Jets and the Winnipeg Jets. So I got some hockey action for you today. This So it's actually tomorrow, Thursday, all right? So we got a game. It's actually on ESPN Plus for those of you who give a shit. Um, the Winnipeg Jets have somewhat of an identical record, all right? The only real difference is that Winnipeg has played, like, several less games. Winnipeg 16-12-5, Detroit 16-16-5. So, better record for Winnipeg on a technicality. But, the Jets are 6-6-4 on the road. The Red Wings are 12-5-2 at home, all right? The but the Red Wings right now are on a three game uh, slide. All right, so they're on a three game skid. So that's not looking great. But it was a bad West Coast trip for them. They're not very good on the road. And it, and it, and and, and that's and that's the thing. So they come back home. All right, you're down. You're you want to get something some something somewhere. This is the game to do it. Red Wing. They just hired Nicholas Lidstrom as their VP to do whatever the fuck. And now it's a plus one twenty money line. Easy dub. Easy dub. I mean, you want to take the over-under. They could score a million points. The over-under six. I would bet the over if you're into that. But the main one I'm focused on is this money line. Plus 120. Easy, easy money. Just easy money for you right here. Um, and then the, and then my second game I got is the Eagles and the Bucks. All right. And so the Bucks are at a minus eight and a half spread. I gotta take that because honestly, and I know that playoff games are usually close, but the this is this is easy. I you could also do the same thing with the Steelers and the Chiefs, but I like trust this game a little bit more. Um, so that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take this spread with the Bucks at minus eight and a half. Second one or the third one I got. Right here is the Rams and the Cardinals. Now, the over-under is 49.5, and and I got to take the over. These are two powerhouse offenses with Kyler Murray fronting one of them, and you got Matthew Stafford on the other hand. I think if Matthew Stafford is going to win this game, he's going to have to score a shit ton of points. I don't know if I trust him to do that, but both of them together, easily over 50. 100%, I take the over on that game. So that is... You also... I well, I, I picked the the, I picked the same game that you did. I did not when I read that line. I thought that that was an easy money. If the if this line maybe was like fifty three or fifty four, I might have thought about it twice. But forty nine and a half, nothing. So take it. Why not? Respect. I mean, it's we yeah, got no, with I'm, great I'm minds think alike, Griff. You know that. That's what they say. Yeah, they do. They do indeed. <laughs> yeah, they do indeed. So it's exciting. Fun, Griff. Fun we, times. you know what's crazy? We are about to end our show 15 minutes early. I'm proud of us. I know. You know, we went we a little it. long last week. I think we did. So now the we can episode. we can reel it back this week. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the you know the upcoming weeks, you know, as this football season ends, our shows are gonna they're gonna ramp down in quality and you know energy. But you know. Football season ends. I well, think, and we'll have know, some we'll have some uh, some overreactions and shit like that next week. I know I discussed with way you. I want to do the way too early MSU and Michigan predictions. Very excited yep. to do that. 
Um, yep. but that'll be and then exciting. we're gonna we'll talk a little bit about we'll probably talk a little bit more about the you know the NFL coaching uh, issue. We want to talk more playoffs this week, but we'll talk about the coaches that didn't make it, things like that. And then obviously, a Lions fan's favorite time of year, the NFL draft, the time <laughs> where optimism is at an all time high and our dreams cannot be destroyed. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. All right, Brad. Let's wrap this bad boy up. How's that sound? That sounds great. I'm ready to do it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Check us out on Spotify. Follow us on our social media account. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, everywhere you get your podcast. We will see you all next week. And don't forget to make the free throws. See you.